little fucking bit. All right. Matt's just going to keep walking through here, interrupting our podcast here. Are we live yet? Are we on? We are, we are on. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, we are now balled up in the Petri dish that is... Matt and Ray's house. Yeah. Formerly known as the Glory Hole. Formerly known as the Glory Hole. Now the now Petri it's the, dish. Now it's the Glory everybody Dish. Everybody is goddamn sick. Everyone's sick, and I'm really fucking stoked that I came in here today. Yep. Um, so how was the week, man? It was all right. Yeah. It was good. Anything uh, new? Yeah, Saturday uh, I went to a co-worker's party. Oh, God. It was, Actually, it was, like, it was the co-workers that I actually kind of like. That, come on. No, seriously, it was jumbo the, shrimp, it's, dude. It's the ones that we. Uh, they're like they're like my uh, my my comic group of friends. Okay, they're like that group, but at work. At work, okay. Yeah, like we just talk shit about everybody. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's manageable, but yeah. still, it's. I don't know. It's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well, I went to the party and then I left. I got the I got there about six thirty because he wanted everybody to get there a little bit earlier. Were you gone by ten? I left at 8.30 to go do a spot in Hamtramck, <laughs> yeah. and then everybody just, like, left. Vacant. Oh, was that your Trixie show? Yeah, that was yeah, the Trixie yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, you were there. Yeah, I was there. And then, like, everybody just left after the show, <laughs> so I just went back to the party because the they party. had free food and booze. <laughs> <laughs> That's right on, dude. Uh, yeah, I... Uh yeah, I got news today that one of my son's therapies won't be covered by my new insurance. That's wonderful news. Yeah, so I want to burn earth um, from fucking pole to pole, you know, but I'm hopefully going to get it sorted out. I mean, I didn't want to bring this podcast down by bringing it up, but that's what's going on in my world right now. As you uh, can tell, I'm fucking super excited. So this is going to be a great podcast. Yeah, this is going to be a great <laughs> podcast. No, really, I wanted to talk. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today specifically was that uh senator flake from arizona going uh, oh yeah he, going ham they, they pulled 20 quotes on cnn they pulled 20 quotes from this motherfucker that are just damning <laughs> I, I i didn't see damning. the I, I didn't like watch it but i saw him on tv yeah so. they're like do you want to download the transcript and i was like no i'll take the cliff notes <laughs> just <laughs> you guys pull the quotes i'll just read them <laughs> um but yeah no he's just going uh and i don't know just all the just going back and forth on the language that's being used by the president, like it's totalitarian. When you attack the press like that, it's Stalin-esque. You know what I mean? It's and it's just fucking hilarious watching all these folks backtrack. Like how pompous is Senator Flake and blah blah blah? <laughs> and I'm like, you're fucking calling that kettle black? You know what I mean? Like that's fucking bad news bears, dude. I don't. I, it's it's just hilarious that someone from within his own party stood up and everyone else is just like well it's a political season we can't we're coming up on re-elections here really soon so it's just a fucking great big crock of bullshit and it's infuriating yeah but and then he also said that that steve bannon is gonna uh, uh he's gonna chirp gonna chirp well he's gonna do a uh sit down privately he's not actually gonna be a part of the grand jury yeah but he's gonna sit privately with bob Mueller, and it's gonna be hopefully just as detrimental to <laughs> fucking that party as it is to anybody else in the fucking well but he's he's outside of the party though like now. he was yeah he well even back then he yeah. openly said he's gonna nuke the republican party and, yeah and start it over well this would be a really good spot start place to start <laughs> you know what i mean uh, excuse me um yeah riveting riveting podcast here on john's part yawning um <laughs> but yeah i mean beyond that it, it was been it's been pretty fucking low impact dude um i have a, a couple of pretty cool shows coming up though and I'm, I'm pretty stoked about but um 
Yeah, but beyond that, dude, it's been. I uh, I I heard a I heard a story about you about a certain show in Canada that you never you hear? Uh, that you never told me about. <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. Seriously, <laughs> no, yeah. where'd you hear about it? <laughs> uh, our, our friend Jason Brent was uh, telling me about one one night in Windsor. Was Jason over there? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Jason was there. Yeah. He said he said somebody was heckling you, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the bar owner didn't uh... <laughs> didn't like my response. <laughs> no, this uh, there was um, it was just a mic. I was just going to like do some new shit in front of a bunch of Canadians because they're pretty receptive usually, you know, if they're there. And uh, I go over there and and I'm closing the show, and so I am sitting there waiting, going through all this stuff, and there's this birthday party there, and they are uh, and they are not they don't give a fuck about the comedy going on they are front and center you know what i mean they're the table in front of the fucking mic that's perfect place perfect place yeah. and granted benefit of the doubt they didn't know there was a comedy show getting ready to yeah. go on but um, go sit in the back like go move yeah move you know but no they got balloons already tied to chairs <laughs> they're not fucking moving um <laughs> and uh so i'm just sitting there watching everyone eat shit because these people are not paying attention and they're chatter i mean a lot of fucking chatter just talk 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 and i'm stewing and i'm getting uh i'm getting i'm getting upset you know what i mean like it's just like but i'm not gonna say anything you know it's not my place i'm in a fucking foreign country dude the last thing i need to do is be stuck in a fucking windsor jail (laughs) and uh i am uh Get those, ready to go. Those wretched Canadian prisons. Yeah, and Steve Hansen goes up, and Steve Hansen actually he has a really good set. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was really it was solid. It was sound. Everything was real cool, and he was getting nothing. These people <laughs> were just like, ah, go back and chatting <laughs> with themselves, and I'm just like, fuck this shit. So when I go on stage, I'm taking no prisoners, <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> I immediately address this table. Yeah, and I'm trying to engage and and at least just trying to get them involved in the comedy show. Yeah, at least yeah. I'm last guy on. I mean, this is your last chance to be engaged. Yeah, and uh, and I asked one gal, I was just like, so what do you think? And I was asking her, and she goes, well, I think you're kind of boring. <laughs> wait you said that to her yeah she no she said that to me oh she said that she to said you. that to me she goes i think you're kind of boring and i was just like oh you think i'm boring i was like well it looks like this party's about over though right i mean you guys all finish your drinks and your cake and all this dumb other fucking bullshit that you're dealing with on your table because there's a fucking exit right there and i just pointed over to it and i was just like you the exit there <laughs> And I kind of kept saying it. And finally, the uh, bartender chimed in and was just like, hey, buddy, you done? Mm-hmm. I go, uh, and I look up at him, and he's just this CrossFit nerd. <laughs> and uh, and I go, am I what? And he goes, are you done? I go, do you want me to be done? And he goes, yeah, I think you're about done. And I go, fucking gladly. And I flip the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and it landed on the table. And uh, it landed on the table and made a big boom. I walked right over by the dude running the show. Uh, Robert Kemeny, yeah, yeah. Uh, grab my coat and so I'm gonna get out of here before I start knotting fucking foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> and, and grab my coat, walked right to my car. I was back across the fucking bridge in probably eight minutes. <laughs> Just like get me the fuck out of so here. So wait, you, you're a bridge man. Uh, uh, fucking tunnel was closed after. Eight oh that really? Night. Yeah, dude. I'm a tunnel man through and through. Oh, that's fucking. I'm that's bullshit. It's closed after through. midnight. It was closed after eight p.m. After eight p.m. That night, I think there's some construction going on that night or oh. something like that. I was gonna say, what is it? A fucking terrorist threat? Yeah, like, no, I don't fuck? think so. Not until Daddy got over there and terrorized yeah, oh, Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it was a fucking show. I didn't even know Jason Brent was over there. Yeah, he he told me about it. like we were at uh we were at uh what's it called uh the Atwater show last oh, night. Oh right, Mike. What did he have to say about it? Uh, he was just like. Like he was because he was he was leaving Atwater going over there 
and he was like oh last time i was over there uh john mahar was there and uh he kind of got into it with some audience members <laughs> <laughs> honestly the only one i really had a problem with was and granted i didn't have a problem with anybody um the uh the bartender was when he chimed in on yeah, my yeah. set yeah and you know I was like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> you know, and uh, Kevin ended up having a conversation. The bartender actually apologized to me. And oh, yeah. he found me and sent me an apology note saying all this. But I think because Rob told him I was going to beat him up or something, which I'd never fucking do. <laughs> you know, I'd never put my hands on anybody. And and he... Uh, uh, was not this going, century. Yeah, no, no. Not this, <laughs> not, not this millennium. Uh, he... Uh, but he sent me a note. Hey, man, I just really wanted to apologize. I didn't realize this, the severity of the situation or something like that. And I was like, there was no severity of the situation. These people were fucking yapping during everybody's set. And I told him to shut the fuck up or get out. And I was the last comic on. Yeah. And I go, and plus you had other patrons coming in that were ready to drink. And these guys were leaving. So yeah. I didn't really give a fuck. And he was just like, well, I, I didn't mean anything by it. I go, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. You chimed in during my set when I was about done and asked you, me if I was done. You subtly uh, asked me if I was If I was done. done. You done, bud? Yeah, and I was like, "You want me to be done?" He goes, how long? Oh, I think you like, should. how long were you on stage at that point? I'd probably been on stage for over ten minutes. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was like immediate. But like, they told me to do. 15, actually, what they right? said, do as much as you want. Oh, okay. Is what he told me, and so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna run." You know, if I was getting a positive <laughs> reaction, I probably would have stuck around a little more. But right, right. The people in the back were loving it, and yeah, the people yeah. who were actually paying attention to the show were loving it, and they were all kind of clowning on these folks. But the yeah, bartender yeah. couldn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the bartender just hears me telling this crowd of fucking <laughs> fifteen people to get the fuck out when they're the only ones there that were buying twats. drinks all night. Um, but yeah, the little Irish girl in the red hair, I kind of wanted to uh, throw her through a wall, but <laughs> I didn't. I just kind of. <laughs> just looked at Kevin and I was kind of laughing, but I was embarrassed. You know, it was embarrassing. Yeah. But it was also like, well, that's not like it hadn't happened before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've been kicked out of shows plenty of times. Uh, but yeah, no, that wasn't the thing either. I wasn't like I was kicked out. I was just, uh, I just knew if I stuck around, something bad would yeah. result. But yeah, that's funny that Jason Brent brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Jason Brent would have had my back. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Jason only fights for banana bread. That's the only thing he fights for. And other people's right to party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a uh, yeah, but that was a that was an incident. That was an incident. Hopefully it doesn't happen again, but it will. <laughs> um well, I don't have any uh exciting fight stories to tell. Oh, well, I don't. My uh, the show I did on Saturday went great. Yeah, uh, which one did you do Saturday? You were there. The I thought that was Friday. Was it Saturday? No, that was Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that did go good. That did go yeah. well. As soon as you came on stage, I went out and had a cigarette. <laughs> 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 I uh Honestly, if you'd have been like, "No, oh, dude, I'm doing all new shit out of sat down," but you're <laughs> was, as soon as you went up and you were just like Mumford and Son face or beef jerky in my basement face. Well, I just I that's just how I start, but I do yeah. different shit after that. Did you do new shit on Saturday? Uh, I mean, I you've probably seen the stuff. It, it's newer stuff, but you've probably already seen it. Yeah, yeah. I think we try our new shit on each other pretty much exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, we just do open mics in each other's living rooms, <laughs> just for each other. Yeah. Just bore each other to death. <laughs> um. Oops. Um, that was me farting. Uh, yeah, no, we, uh, no, but I've been, dude, it's been weird. It's just a weird winter. It's been so fucking cold. Yeah. Everything's been, you know, slowed way down. Everything slows way down. Especially gas pumps. Oh, fuck, dude. Like every fucking time I've, like the last two weeks, every fucking time I filled up 
it was like a 15 minute fill up and i'm Unreal. just fucking freezing outside. you fill up yeah all the way to the top yeah see i'm a 20 dollar at a time guy yeah so every I, time i fill up my car it mm-hmm. dies <laughs> it's happening on like four occasions sounds... four different cars i fill it up to the brim the next day my fucking car gets stolen i fill it up to the brim the next day my car fucking radiator completely explodes <laughs> i filled it up with filled it all the way up and the next day i threw a rod through the hood of my car uh when i had this uh i had this old neon and it threw a rod literally through the hood of the car and went straight up and i just heard this boom and everything screeching to a halt and i look in the front of my car i didn't know what happened i look at the front of the hood there's a fucking hole in the hood i was like oh my god this car sucks so i threw it in the woods <laughs> <laughs> i just threw that car away. Oh, man. so um had the uh the the meteor hit yesterday <laughs> yeah dude oh fuck did you see it <laughs> no i was, did you hear I was at atwater no i oh, didn't hear were? anything i didn't see anything yeah. i was just i was at atwater getting ready to go up and i was just looking at my facebook feed and everybody starts like fucking talking about earthquakes and mm-hmm. thunder and yeah all richer scale and all this shit well, yeah. i was uh i was at the house i'd just gotten back home from work it was probably literally right around eight and i didn't realize it until later because i was looking at all the footage people had like their dash cams and their uh, yeah, yeah. their nests and their ring video security <laughs> systems or whatever and they showed the footage and i saw there was an 808 and my kids and wife were getting home like right at that time yeah. right around then and all of a sudden i heard sound like someone was coming in like slam the door and my dog just fucking loses it from <laughs> 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 me just loud loud and i go whoa, whoa whoa chill the fuck out what the fuck dude and i go and i peek out the back window and there's no one there and i was like oh well, whatever you know i didn't think anything <laughs> of it then I, a couple hours later i'm looking at the footage and i was like 808 that's what he was so upset about. Eight oh wait, what? What's it happened at eight oh eight? As well, I was checking the timestamps on all those videos that were flying over. So is that like a reference to like fucking trap base or like what? <laughs> no, that's the time the fucking meteor. <laughs> but like, what's the significance of eight oh eight? Like you said, you I saw it was eight oh eight. That's where I could place myself. Why the dog oh, went nuts? Okay. Right. And my kids got home like ten minutes later, right. not even. And Alice, my daughter, was. I thought you were trying to like. I thought you were trying to like connect the <laughs> meteor hitting to like Metro Boomin or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but then my daughter um, just kept lying like about Migos how she's just rapping over yeah, the meteor. Yeah. Like, my daughter kept lying about I'm basically anyone said anything about the meteor. She was like, yeah, 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 I saw that. I remember that. I'm like, bitch, you were in the fucking car. You don't know shit. You're doing a fucking dress rehearsal for a talent show. But yeah, I mean, that shit was uh, I think they said it hit in Dearborn. They don't. They said it didn't hit. Well, they said that it was like over Dearborn. Is that where it was? Yeah. Well, it was way south of us. From yeah. Because yeah. all the videos that I saw were from Royal Oak. Yeah. And um, because people in Dearborn don't put nests on their on their house. <laughs> people in and Dearborn. Dude, people in like, Dearborn put Confederate flags on their house. <laughs> yeah. No shit. No shit. <laughs> and uh, it looked like exp- what? I mean, it hits the atmosphere and it just explodes. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty fucking gnarly dude and if you see the yeah. thing it was like uh, three concussive booms like boom boom yeah like a big one then two little ones like it's like a trap beat <laughs> like a trap beat. what the fuck dude we're just talking trap beats today <laughs> yeah, no but it was uh all i know is that meteor almost caused my dog get an ass open <laughs> that meteor almost cost my dog's life uh but yeah no dude it was fucking gnarly i mean that's something you don't I mean, it's like once in a lifetime shit. Yeah. You know, I seriously doubt I'm ever going to hear a meteor explode again. <laughs> but they were like, where is it? I've been telling people online all day that I found it and it's 200 bucks a chunk. <laughs> and I was just starting sending them rocks and shit. <laughs> we're like, yeah, there it is. It doesn't look like a meteorite. Yeah, it is. Be like, it wasn't a meteor. This one has a J carved in it. 
know. <laughs> like it wasn't a meteor. It was a pod. <laughs> and yeah. a little little alien alien baby yeah, that looks little, human came it was out. Filled with little Asian babies. And it was strong as shit. Yeah, it was super strong. And Tom Cruise was there <laughs> and he battled them. And uh <laughs> and he did his own stunts. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was gnarly, man. And I'm just the the footage because my daughter's a big science nerd, yeah. like loves that kind of shit. Anything yeah out there whether it be meteors or bigfoot cryptozoology like all this shit Loch ness butterfly wings on horses pegasus all that shit. i was gonna say what uh fuck what's the what's the term for it i was uh i i i listened to some like conspiracy podcasts mm-hmm. just because they're fucking hol- they're no fun i know we talk about this every week and uh i was listening to one uh where they were talking about a half bat half human or half owl the owl man that's what it was uh like sightings of some owl man in chicago and there's a name for that and i can't remember what it is right now as it's not owl man of chicago of, as i do with all of my references i yeah. bring them up and can never yeah. remember what they're yeah. called you can never cite specific sources no um, i have a terrible brain my brain your brain's actually much better than mine it remembers general shit but it mm-hmm. does not remember details that's all right. But it's kind of important because well, when you're trying to make a point, you can't remember a detail. You sound like an asshole. I don't. I've never thought you sound like an asshole. I just thought you <laughs> yeah. were an asshole. <laughs> and so when you are what you are, you're basically living the Popeye Creo. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, uh, I am what I am. I am what I am. But I, yeah, no, I was, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really, I, I'm a, I think... I am a, I think I could be wrong, but I think that I'm a, a true blue nihilist that I just don't believe in anything. Like, I just, I don't like if you have a, a Mothman or an owl man <laughs> or a Bigfoot yeah. or an alien, you know, I, I just don't buy it. I need to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything that's even come close to remotely allowing me to believe it. Yeah. Ghosts. I, none of that shit. Oh, the best thing. God, I, I got to find this thing. There's a, there's like a, there's a, like a, a message board post about this about the owl man yeah it's it's so funny i hope i can fucking find it like if you can't pick me up carry me away eat me and puke me out as an owl pellet i don't give a fuck what he does i'd be i'd be a dope owl pellet though dude could you imagine some kid dissecting me be like, this guy ate cheetos almost exclusively <laughs> <laughs> oh man i hope i can find this fucking thing all right, well, we can keep talking while I look for this. Yeah, keep looking. Um, but yeah, I uh, that's that's where I feel like I am. I just, I want, I think I kind of want to believe in that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I've got something just reasonable, <laughs> you know? No, I, I don't want to believe in that kind of shit. I don't want to believe in like a fucking owl man like that thing's gonna tear us apart are you kidding me i don't want i don't want some fucking giant owl that has six like foot four owl yeah like i don't a i don't want lebron with wings like swooping down and taking me up into the fucking sky because you think about it dude if he's six, if he's lebron's height let's say he's six eight that fucking wingspan on that thing because the owl's wingspan is like three times his body size so the wingspan on that thing's pushing 11 feet yeah Mm-mm. yeah 20 no, feet yeah I uh, I found it. What's it say? <laughs> uh, okay, so this is basically like uh, 
I don't. It's not a. It, it's like a blog post or something. I I don't oh, know. So you it's, know hard, it's, legit. it's hard to tell, huh? So you know it's legit. Yeah, yeah. But um, so here it is. I was hanging out with my boys and a few friends as we talked about work and our families. We heard what sounded like a bird flapping its wings. One of my homies yelled out that he saw a huge lechuza, uh, <laughs> Spanish for barn owl, over by the road. We walked over there and so so what looked like. And I think it's supposed to say saw. Mm -hmm. We walked over there and... God damn it. Fucking picture loaded. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Threw the whole page off. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, We walked over there and saw what looked like a big owl. As we walked up on it, this owl stood up on two feet and looked right at us. We saw what looked like a huge lechuza, except it was about six feet tall and really big. It had large glowing red eyes that were completely freaking everybody out. We all yelled and this thing took off into the air and took off toward North Avenue. This thing freaked us all out and scared all of our kids. How many? What time was this? Uh, it sound it doesn't give a specific time, but it looks it sounds like it was like the evening. My boys and I were last night. My <laughs> boys and I had a couple friends, and all of a sudden, all their kids are involved. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, there's an update. Uh, it looks like the sighting location. It, oh, whatever. That's just telling you where it was. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. So me and my all my boys and a couple friends. Yeah, yeah. Me, and my boys, and then yeah. a couple of uh, yeah, yeah. accessories. Yeah, we're all hanging out by the highway. <laughs> And I mean, this is clearly a cholo, right? Oh, clearly, like one of my homies yelled out <laughs> that he saw a huge lechuza <laughs> over by the road. We walked over there and saw what looked saw what looked like a big owl. <laughs> Bright red eyes. <laughs> the red eyes are what freaked him out. Not yeah, the fact yeah. they saw a six foot tall owl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was cool until I saw <laughs> I those cool freaky those eyes. Fucking red eyes, dude. <laughs> those fucking red eyes. Were they shining a light directly at the fucking thing? It shouldn't have glowing eyes. <laughs> then again, there shouldn't be a six foot tall owl either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that shit is that shit is fun i like reading that. i honestly want to believe in like bigfoot and shit like that i'd love to believe like yeah but what the fuck dude <laughs> just i don't know i the, if there's anything it makes that me I, feel stupid when people are trying to sell that to you yeah it makes it, me feel like you're they're trying to yeah, yeah pull one over on you if there's any if there's anything like that that i want to believe in it would be uh, the whole idea of like remote viewing. How do you mean? So like, there there's reports that claim people have achieved it, but there's no like real evidence of it. But like, it's like I'm sitting in this room, and in my head, I can see Matt jerking off in his room. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like like mm-hmm. like for real. Like mm-hmm. it's not just like me imagining. Like I literally, it's like a portal. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so that's like, that's remote viewing. Like if there's anything that I want to believe in and I want to believe in that, like I want to believe that that's real because that would be fucking cool as shit. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be all right. Yeah. If there's one thing I want to believe, it's I want to believe that Rick and Morty really have a portal gun that can take me to multiple <laughs> dimensions. <laughs> yeah, but that's not like, that's not a, a conspiracy that people are talking about right now. <laughs> it will be. Give remote viewing is. Remote, remote viewing, viewing is, is the thing. Are there people that say about. that they can do it? Uh, it seems like it would be really fucking easy to test. Well, there, there's people that they claim have done it in the past, but there's no one like, there's no one like saying that they can do it right now. I don't think, at least. I, mean, I haven't looked too deep into it. So we should I've probably dig deeper in this for the next should. episode. We should. Because it seems like it'd be really fucking easy to prove or disprove. What's that dude doing on the other side of that wall? Well, I mean, there's CIA, like, the, the, they 
site. Um, I, I don't remember the guy's name. God damn. Like, this is what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't remember fucking going. people's name. We'll anyway. Fill in the gaps. <clears throat> anyway, uh, there's like CIA documents, I guess, of one of their like, um, you know, doctors or scientists or whatever who like with 90% accuracy was it was able to describe certain objects that they asked him to ser- describe that were in other rooms. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that he had no idea were in there. Wow. <clears throat> I don't buy it. I kind of <laughs> don't either, but... <laughs> it's cool because I ain't fucking selling it. <laughs> um, no, I think... Uh, whatever, dude. I mean, yeah, Yuri Geller could bend spoons. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, all that kind of shit is just... It's just like one dude trying to con everybody else, and that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> like, even someone comes up and does a magic trick in front of me. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like you're trying Fuck to, you, David Blaine. Yeah, straight up. Like, there's a dude doing uh, card tricks in Vegas one time, and it took everything I had not to just fucking knock his cards all up in the air and tell him to fuck himself. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, I don't know. But then I got into a dance contest, and everything, everything got better. <laughs> um no, I just don't I don't know, dude. I don't maybe I'm just I don't care enough to I mean this shit the this stuff like interests the fuck out of me. I love reading about it, but like I I'm the to kind actually of person, subscribe to it. I'm the kind of person where like I need to see it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like absolutely. I can't I can't just you know I I can't just go by what like someone believes or even like shit that comes up from like 2000 years ago yeah you know what i mean yeah have we talked in this podcast how my dad's a goat believes in ghosts yeah 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 (laughs) and how i just like he's a person that i trust and like he swears by it and i'm like how can this fucking grown-ass man with a strong career and a good head on his shoulders think that there's fucking ghosts in his house. Yeah. And some of those ghosts followed him to his new house. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I, I immediately was thinking, like, okay, we have to put him in some place that has pines in the name. You know, it's going to be <laughs> shady pines or old pines or dead pines. Fucking. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. Like, a lot, like, people at work and shit, they call me a conspiracy theorist because mm-hmm. I am, I'm like, I'm completely uh, immersed in the whole JFK thing. Mm-hmm. You like, are deep. I, in JFK I'm, shit. I'm completely into that. Yeah. Um, and like people de- like there's conspiracy theory and then there's conspiracy. Like a lot of the stuff in the JFK thing is no longer theory because of all these document dubs that keep right. happening. Like right. no one's found a smoking gun. Like there's nothing that you can, you know, like, there's there's no hardcore evidence to show who was involved because everything that's been released is heavily redacted and mm-hmm. all the names are taken out. Mm-hmm. But there's enough to be able to like piece things together and make educated guesses on how right. it all went down. Right. You know, <clears throat> one of the cooler things that I heard because apparently uh, they were talking about how Woody Harrelson's dad mm-hmm. was he was a convicted murderer. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a he was basically a hitman mm-hmm. for the mob in Dallas, and they're saying that he had some part in that. Well, I I don't know because I just the mob was involved. I mean, that's basically well, what absolutely the mob, the mob was definitely was involved. involved. But um, it was more so like the French underworld than anything. Um, Feed me. Yeah, I've I never was, heard the French side of this. <laughs> yeah, I was um I, from I, Vietnam because it's all Vietnam based. I'm assuming. No, they just because the CIA needed assassins and they but they needed someone from outside of the country so that it couldn't be tracked back to them. So they went to France. They went all over the place, but France is where they found people willing to do it. Right. And so 
uh, they hired these three guys, like the three top assassins um, from the French underworld. Um, and they're actually the ones that came over here. <clears throat> there was a fourth person involved that, uh, well, they believe there was a fourth person involved that they don't really know. But they know the three. And uh, they believe the death blow came from the fourth person that they don't know. Really? Um, yeah, because they, the, so they they basically come to the come to terms or come to the conclusion that someone was behind the fence behind the grassy knoll Mm -hmm. and they originally thought that that was the person that threw that hit that connected on the headshot yeah but when they look at the angle of where he would have been standing and how his head jerks back Back in the video back back into into the the left, left back into the left um it doesn't make sense because like his head wouldn't go in the angle that it went from the angle that the bullet would have come from so they were like racking their brains trying to figure out like where did this bullet come from and they're looking and looking and what they realize is as the car was passing the point where he got hit there's a sewer grate right in plain sight and they believe that someone was in that sewer grate and that's where the death blow came from that's where the headshot came from because it's the perfect angle like where that bullet would have come from would have made his head go exactly the way that yeah yeah and then what they found they went down into the sewer and what they found was that uh the sewer connected to a a runoff like 25 yards away so it would have been the perfect place for the guy to just dump all his shit jump into the runoff take off nobody would ever see him no yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. What do you read about this shit? <laughs> this was actually uh the History Channel had like a five or a seven or whatever. They had like a mini series about it back in like the ninety like early nineties, late eighties. Mm-hmm. And um this it the CIA basically uh told them that they can't um include like the last three episodes on any kind of dvd distribution so if you try to buy it now you don't get the last three episodes because the last three episodes are the ones that like indict everyone oh really yeah they start naming names in like the last three that's why we need to get on the dark web dude we need to find that (laughs) shit on the dark web well i found i actually i found it on ebay (laughs) did you really with the final that's what i was watching huh the final three episodes yeah yeah, yeah. oh you, you did it's bootleg as shit but like you still you get to see them though yeah was it and that's what fed you that knowledge? Yeah. Well, that's actually in like the first four. Oh, it like, is. That's not even in what those the last, last three episodes. Three, the last three, the last three is basically connecting uh, LBJ to it, Alan Dulles to it, the CIA. Um, the last three are basically connecting all of our government to right. it. Like the first ones are showing like, okay, these are the assassins. These are the people not in the government that were involved in whatever. So they think Dulles has... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He's the only one who could have like he's the only one who could have gotten the assassins into the country undetected and then gotten them out of the country undetected. That's <clears throat> fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yeah. And then I was actually reading a thing today, um, about this guy. Uh, his name is Richard case Nagel. Mm-hmm. He, um, apparently like dick case is his name dick case dick casing (laughs) (laughs) i like my hot dogs with casing (laughs) (laughs) um i read the article a while ago so i can't really remember all the details somewhere i don't know if it was like a few days or it it was somewhere close enough to the actual assassination Mm -hmm. like before the assassination happened he goes into a bank 
in El Paso mm-hmm. and shoots three bullets into the ceiling and then waits for the cops to come get him. And then a few days later, the assassination happens. And based on the last dump that just happened of the JFK files, um, people are speculating that he he was working with the CIA with Oswald. They basically told them that they're trying to that they've that they have reason to believe that the Russians are trying to assassinate the president. Mm-hmm. So they have these two running fake missions trying to get intelligence and it and they believe that Nagel figured it out. And he figured out that him and Oswald were about to get set up. Right. He Mm -hmm. figured it out, like, you know, right before the assassination happened. So he went into the bank and shot it up so that he would get arrested and put in prison so Mm -hmm. that he couldn't be tied to the assassination. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking gnarly. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And um, they, they did everything they could to keep his mouth shut. And, um, like... I mean, he lived. He lived all the way until like 1995. I think he died when he was like 67, and he got a summons to uh, go in front of like, um, like a judge. Mm-hmm. I think I. It's in the article. I can't remember what exactly what it was, but he had to go to court to talk about these um, his his paper his like classified papers. Mm-hmm. And the same day that he got the summons, he had a heart attack and died. No, of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> is this place that sinister yeah it is <laughs> it absolutely is everybody looks at russia and russia is sinister but russia learned it all from us mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> one thing uh did you watch that series wormwood no on netflix Mm-mm. it's pretty good it's about uh frank olson he was one of the head uh researchers on the mk ultra program oh wasn't that the acid thing yeah 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 uh the is it based acid. on a true story yeah oh yeah absolutely um he, he he was one of the head researchers. They had this like little weekend getaway where they spiked one of his drinks with LSD without telling him. And I guess he like kind of just started losing it. That th- this is the official story that um they did this experiment and they apologized for it since, but the drug had an adverse effect on him and he just started losing his mind mm-hmm. and he committed suicide mm-hmm. by jumping out of a 13th story hotel window. Mm-hmm. His son dedicated his entire life to figuring out what the truth was. Right. And what his son believes is that he uh, took the LSD and then started talking about things that he started learning. And after the the LSD, he just started feeling like, I got to get away. I can't. I can't keep doing this. So he was kind of losing it, but not like in a crazy more like an existential like, crisis. M- right, right. Right. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I got to get away mm-hmm. kind of way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like they had him under like heavy surveillance and what his son believes is obviously that he was murdered, mm-hmm. um, but not because he was going to spill information about MK Ultra. But because he found out that we were using biological weapons in Korea. Oh, really? And that he wasn't cool with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, what they infer is that the Russians knew about it. Now, what I'm kind of connecting here with all of this is that the Russians were like getting ready to like, hey, these guys, they used some bullshit over there. Mm -hmm. And so... We had to beat them to it 
by discrediting them. So that's where like all this Cold War shit started, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so we it's all like, about discrediting the yeah, Russians. So so it wasn't about Russia actually our, being a threat to us other race. than other than, you know, showing the world that we're pieces of shit. Right. <laughs> they were coming back to it an existential threat. Right. Yeah. Right. That's gnarly. So the whole Cold War at least from what I'm gathering from from this story. I'm sure there's other layers mm-hmm. and, and whatever, but like I think this is probably one of the biggest factors in this is when did the mk ultra program go when was that um officially i it was sometime in the 70s i think it was like 73 i believe because the cold war started after the bay of pigs yeah that was uh that's like what 62 yeah Mm -hmm. so then it became an arms race they started testing yeah H-bombs. That's when the H-bomb became a factor they started testing that and that's when it became an arms race and that's what i always figured the cold war was was an arms race well, that's what that's that's on the surface what they told you. But if you think about it, I mean, it was always it's it, it was always illogical because we were allies in World War Two mm-hmm. under FDR. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden Truman comes in and now we're like mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't make sense why <clears throat> I know the, we would have such a hard turn. Hard turn. I think a big part of the hard turn was Churchill because Churchill hated Stalin and Stalin already had half of Germany. Right. You know, and building the wall, you know, all that stuff, putting up the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Um, it There was always a natural hesitation between the Allies and Russia, even though Russia was a part of the, yeah. the Allied axis. Um, what I think was Truman was a total patsy. In the sense that... Oh, absolutely. You know, he was one of those he, guys that... He's was, the first corporate president. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The first court. And so he had military generals, major that Leslie McMahon or whatever his name was, yeah, yeah. The, the one of the main guys regarding the, uh, the Manhattan project, mm-hmm. him along with multiple other generals and high up military officials, basically pressing like, we put all this research into this bomb. We're mm-hmm. dropping this fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. You need to give it the okay. Otherwise you're not going to get elected next year. Well, but I, I, have you seen uh, Oliver Stone's, his documentary? His untold the history, untold history of the America. pieces of it. Yeah, he the the picture that he paints is basically like these these uh, corporate guys that got Truman elected, like just kept really like pumping him up with like you know rah rah testosterone bullshit like pump your chest bullshit Mm -hmm. so he was like all on board like yeah we're gonna drop these fucking bombs Mm because we got the biggest dick Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. so it's to me it doesn't sound like he was hesitant about it or that he was conflicted about it to me it's like yeah we're gonna show these fucking japs who's boss right boom right bombs dropped yeah yeah maybe yeah i think that makes probably even more sense you know but i also think that he was a because Being a corporate president, he was a fucking flunky. You right. But I mean? like because he was a, since since his presidency, he's expressed remorse for the way he he for the decisions that he made. Right. So I think after he got out, he realized, holy shit, they completely used me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I completely killed millions of Japanese. Yeah, because he was he was pissed about uh, the JFK assassination. And uh, he had a lot of he had a lot of like conflicting feelings about putting the CIA together and listening to Alan Dulles and Foster Dulles at the time mm-hmm. that were, you know, like we need to put together our own intelligence agency and do away with the old one. We get away with the OSS. Yeah, because the OSS the was full of FDR people. Right. 
and so they would have they would have given all kinds of problems to Truman and you know Dulles's plans. Right. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Dude. Yeah. That's scary as that's, fuck. That's exactly what Putin did with the KGB. Right. There were a lot of old loyalists to the communist party so he broke that shit up and put his own people into the new one right and the what's FSB. the new one the fsb fsb yeah and it's the kgb was a cia just yeah. like and this fsb is used the to new be kgb CIA. right yeah. fsb and it's just how the cia used to be the oss but isn't all that exactly yeah so the kgb is how the oss was it got broken up and now the fsb is like what the cia is that's fucking nuts yeah because <laughs> wasn't I mean, wasn't uh, Putin the director of the KGB? I believe so. I know he was one of their, mo- their one of their primary assets. Yeah, I think I think he. I was... read a thing too how they were talking about. There's like fucking years at a time where Putin's nowhere near anything. Like he was a. That's spy. oh, that's exactly how George H. W. Bush is. Really, technically, he was only part of the CIA for one year, but like. People are uncovering um, all kinds of documents showing that he's been involved since he was like 19. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like a fighter pilot and shit, wasn't he? Yeah. And how was he involved <laughs> with the CIA at 19? Do you uh, know that kind of shit? I don't, I don't, well, because he was a pilot, so mm-hmm. he could fly. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he probably flew planes and stuff. Right. Um, I'm sure he probably wasn't like a spy yet, but he was an asset that mm-hmm. they would use in different ways. Um, he, he was, there's enough evidence that um, it's reasonable to say that he was in Dallas during the assassination, but he denies that he was in Dallas. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) There's like hotel receipts and stuff and like phone calls that they've covered (laughs) that indicate that he was, was this all a part of the Oliver Stone thing? Uh, No, this was actually in a book called family of secrets by uh, Russ Baker. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'll have you text that to me. I got, a, I, I got a copy of it. I can give it to you. Yeah, I'd like to read it. All right. Matt's got my copy, copy of The Devil's Chessboard. Which one's that? That's the Alan Dulles book. Oh, That's yeah. That's where you find out he boiled people. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what, what I think about now is what kind of sinister shit is happening right now that's going to be coming out in 30 years. Oh, man. It, it, they're even... They're like... However powerful they were back then, they're like 10 times that now. Yeah. I, I was just listening to uh, like clandestine efforts terrify me. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we do, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we are. The CIA is the army. The army is, I mean, it's just a distraction, really. I mean, that's all it is. The CIA, they're the ones that are really doing the, the damage. Right. That's fucking nuts. I mean, the FBI, even the FBI, like the FBI actually might be like, they're definitely bigger than the CIA. The FBI has like 15,000 active agents out mm-hmm. there right now. They're, they are an army. Yeah. Like, you know, I was listening, like I said, I was listening to a podcast today where they were talking about, uh, they were talking to, um, um, this like really like this, uh, Marxist, you know, intellectual or whatever. And they were talking to him about like uprisings and Mm -hmm. revolutions. And he was just like, we need to get out of this mindset that we're going to militarily overthrow the people that are in charge right now, because that's just not going to happen. They have way too much firepower. Right. If we try to charge them, they're just going to mow us down. Mm -hmm. The only chance that we have is to, salvage what we have left of this democracy and through voting and other you know political means 
slowly just chip away at their power. You know, there, there's no like tomorrow we're just going to take it back. Right. You know, there's no we, such thing as a coup anymore. No. You, right. You, you, you can't. You can't. Not in America. Mm-mm. Like you can maybe still do it like, you know, in a third world country, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in America, there's not going to be a coup. Mm-hmm. At least not in that sense. Mm-hmm. Not not like a grassroots. The coup, was the coup started with Anonymous. Almost. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? And then that like, got killed, killed immediately. Quick. They yeah. got killed immediately. Yeah, where the fuck is Anonymous now? Nowhere. They're nothing now. Mm-hmm. They're they have all these like Facebook um, pages and Twitter accounts and all that, and I'm pretty sure that's just you know the NSA running those, right? Because <laughs> they're selling like Anonymous T-shirts and shit. Like Anonymous right. isn't selling fucking merch, right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> that has to have a mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to pick things up from that mailbox? Yeah. Um. I remember when that came out, like, We Are Legion thing. I was like, that. this is it. Oh, yeah. I was fucking pumped when mm-hmm. I saw that shit. I was like, finally, mm-hmm. somebody's fucking I follow up. a dude on a, a hacker on Twitter. His name's Jester Actual. And um, he spells it like J35T3R, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and he was doing, like, these huge info dumps, you know. Yeah. Like, the whole, uh, uh, what was the... Uh, WikiLeaks. Yeah, I started stuff. following this hacker uh, called Guccifer 3.0 yeah. or 2. Whatever the fuck. Well, his name just is. your actual. No, I'm just. I'm just joking. Uh-huh. That, was, <laughs> that was the guy that hacked Hillary's email, supposedly. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, but this dude's going and like he starts sending like real cryptic stuff, like you're not going to hear from me for a couple days, type <laughs> stuff, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on, dude? And it gets to the point where I get so preoccupied with the daily operation of my life that I don't care about the scope. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I, I'm just like, okay, cool. We're sheeps being led to slaughter. I need <laughs> to pay my bills. You know, it's, but, it's exactly, but that's, gross. that's what they, that's the whole idea. Yeah. The, the got the Marxist guy on the podcast today, he was talking about how debt is the new slavery. Right. He's like, you know, that's how they keep you in line because if, if you're in this crippling debt, if you're, if you're in enough debt to where you're stressed but it's not so much that you feel like it's insurmountable mm-hmm. then you're just going to be completely preoccupied with that you're not going right. to have time to think about overthrowing a government you're right gonna, you've got kids you got bills to pay like yeah. you got to keep food in their mouths exactly like. exactly and i'm not living a subsistence lifestyle i'm not <laughs> moving to alaska and fishing for my fucking food every night i want to <laughs> get a burger I'm thinking about going off the grid. Are you? Yeah, just 100% off the grid. Like 100%? Yeah, no. just like fleshlights made out of deer's assholes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got to save every part of the animal. I know. You know what I mean? Like I'm you with you. You can't let and that shit go away. when you're gutting an animal, when you gut a deer, the place you start is the asshole, so you can keep that thing fresh. Yeah. Just off the grid, a little bit of dry ice. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of dry ice, keep that <laughs> shit preserved. And then uh, you can just work that flesh. It's like uh, it's like asparagus, like when you cut the bottom of the asparagus mm-hmm. and you put it in like a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. Like you just do that with the asshole. You just like put it in a bowl of water <laughs> right. and it stays fresh. It stays fresh forever. Yeah. That's only deer asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always figured be more of a bear guy. Uh, you're with me. You're with me. Um, no, I think that uh, every time we have a podcast, you scare me somehow. Like because you're so confident in the uh, the the knowledge you 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 spit, it's <laughs> terrifying. Well, it's up to the listeners to figure out if I'm telling the truth or not. Yeah, well, I'm watching because your books. the name of this podcast is called "That's, that's, that's bullshit. bullshit," right? Right. I think. Well, 
I, I, I do believe that there's plenty of sinister shit happening in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do believe it. Um, what I don't see or hear directly affecting me, I'm, I'm purposely blind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm in, in, I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentionally blind. Yeah. You know, I don't want to No. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. And I'm, I'm such a psycho that I'm like, I have to know. I don't right. care how fucking deep and dark it is. Like right. I, I have to know. You have to have that knowledge. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's not, I'm not a, I mean, Oh man. I, <laughs> if I start digging, I get so fucking anxious that it's debilitating. <laughs> you know, if there, I know that certain things are out of my control and it's directly affecting my life that would physically debilitate me. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I don't dig into that shit because I just you know, know what, how I, you know what I would internally, you know what I would love to do if I had time mm. and I think I might do it anyway. I might just not sleep for a couple nights, but, uh, this, this family just now, the, the mom and dad that mm-hmm. locked their 13 kids in the basement. Mm-hmm. I want to dig into that because I don't feel like anybody's really reporting on that. They're just like, oh, look at this horrible thing that happened. Mm-hmm. This mom and dad locked their 13 children in the basement. They are demon people. But no one's like, okay, well, what were their affiliations? Like, they had to be part of some group, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't... They had to do something. How could how do you self-sustain in a, in Fresno? Right. Like what kind of job did <laughs> right. this guy have? Like what kind of job did the, the the wife have? Like did they go to a church? Like what what did they belong they had to belong to something. Yeah. You know? And I don't see anybody doing that. So I would love if I had time to just start digging into these people and you know my my worldly wish would be like that they're Mormons. <laughs> well, I think that goes without saying. That's another thing that's fascinating. That guy's hair just, alone was, is worth a, a search warrant. He was either a Mormon or a keyboardist for Eddie Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that's one or the other. There's no uh, no other with that haircut. You had he two lost. Uh, he lost out to Paul uh, fucking Paul, Schaefer. Paul Schaefer <laughs> for the was, Letterman gig. He was second. Yeah, but I think that. Uh, I think that first off, media sensationalizes everything. So okay, yeah. they have a twenty nine year old daughter. They're saying she was twenty nine. She looked like she was fourteen. Yeah, I didn't see her in that picture. No, they didn't show any pictures of anything. No, um, they show this family looking at them. They're also happy at Disney, and I'm like, okay, they're happy yeah. at Disney. What demonizing someone immediately mm-hmm. in the media is. That's my first red flag. First red flag. Yeah. If first you're, red flag. First, if if right out the gate, you're just like, look at how awful these people are. Look, these they, people are sinister, aren't they? Sinister. Look yeah, up, yeah, look yeah. up sinister. Look up. They're bad, 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 red bad, flag. bad. Red flag. Red, like, like, sure. I'm not saying that they're not bad. But what are you, what are you trying to d- distract me from? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the thing that you don't want me to look at? Right. And just look at the next article. Yeah. Or the previous, or the whatever's buried in the bylines. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I get so. I mean, it makes me anxious. It makes me anxious. It mm-hmm. makes me think that, you know, it could all blow up in our face. Well, it is. It will. It, literally, it's getting close to. Yeah, it will in our lifetime. <laughs> what do you mean? By 2030, China is going to be the uh, world power. 
we're we we're gonna literally flip with china we're gonna be what china is right now and china is gonna be what we are right now as far as like economic power in the world yeah maybe we might even drop even further like russia might be number two right i just think that we have two i don't know i try to think i try to justify why that won't be you know what I mean? Like trying mm-hmm. to think like, no, we have too much money. We don't. No, we have no money. We have like, we have what, like $13 trillion of debt. Yeah. We're never getting out of that. No. There's no way we're getting out of that. We're going to have to just be like, you know what, guys? Uh, sorry. <laughs> what we have, one thing that we have that will never be, it'll be appropriated, but it will never be taken from us as our culture. Because we have such a diverse culture. Mm-hmm. Chinese culture, granted, there's subcultures within that culture, but it's essentially a Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. There are subcultures. Well, yeah, they're all Chinese in China. Exactly. That's my point. They're all Russians in Russia. They're not all Americans. I mean, granted, we're all Americans, but there's diversity in culture yeah. in this country that's going to set it apart from anybody else. So our culture what is what I believe will always make us reign supreme because only cool shit comes out of America. You know what I mean? That is internationally wanted now. You know, and so I think that that's one thing that we will always, it'll be appropriated, but it's always going to be really cool for a European to come see the Grand Canyon. It's always going to be just like it's probably still cool for American go over to see. But the thing is, I think that there are a lot more Europeans and Russians and Chinese people coming to America than vice versa. Well, here's, here's what it boils down to. China and Russia will never make good trap music. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it comes down to. That's that's all I know. Well, all right, my, we're uh we're at like fifty three minutes. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, this was a somber ass episode. But Sorry, it's guys. Also, you know, I want to have these episodes, dude. I don't want to have all the rah rah. Yeah. You know how awesome are we? I want to talk about shit, and I want to you know be down about it and be yeah. you know live be be <laughs> humans speaking of uh how awesome we are um <laughs> february 3rd february 3rd is going to be a big show at sellerman's in hazel park really big show very big show we're going to have stuart huff the big huffster mm-hmm. stuart closing huff, out uh, the finalist show. of the boston comedy festival some years back he's right for adult swim was it boston yeah was it the boston comedy are festival? you sure i don't think it was i think it was vegas well also, I think he did, was like Boston as well. Dude, the name. I'm sure he the was dude's been there. a finalist at like every comedy contest ever. Um, but he's a dude that'll come on stage and do two hours, and you'll want him to do another five. Oh yeah, he's definitely that comic. He's one of the he's one of the top five comics I've ever seen live. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I don't want to take away from Stewart, but did you see the uh, the any of the Chappelle specials, the new ones? Yes. Did you see the Bird Revelations one? Yes. When he was talking about the pedophilia or the uh, rape. Uh, yeah he was talking about like all the rapes and yeah. he and he just kind of threw out there like under his breath what if these rapes aren't the worst thing like what what do you mean what did he mean because he's talking about like about why he left the show and how why he disappeared for 12 years and he's then he like throws he out. closed the show with that right yeah, yeah. yeah well he closed the show with the iceberg slim story but it right. was towards Which the was end fucking yeah. awesome but he was like he was just like you know everybody's talking about all these rapes and they're they're focusing on all these rapes but what if these rapes aren't the worst thing and insinuating there's something else out there yeah but you don't have an opinion on that he knows like he he know he's seen it. He was in Hollywood. He fucking ran. 
He ran to South Africa yeah. to get away from that shit. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. He can't talk about it because he'll be dead. Right. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. And if you see him, he's he's different. And that's the thing. He comes back. He goes to South Africa. He's just this goofy, skinny fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He comes back from South Africa. He's fucking ripped. Like Jacked. he looks like he can just fucking rip your head in half. So he just went there and started getting worked out. And- I, I, I don't know, man. All I'm saying is Dave Chappelle knows some shit. I think Dave Chappelle is one of the smartest people in the country. I do too. I think that that's one thing that Duke can articulate. You know who? You know who? You know who rivals Dave Chappelle's intelligence and comedy? Hmm. Stuart Huff. I'm with you 100. percent And he will be at Sellerman's comedy, or he'll be on the Sellerman's comedy showcase in yeah. February. And on that's February third, no dude. And I mean that. Like if, if I've seen Chappelle and I've seen Stuart Huff, and I would see those if they were on at the same night. I honestly believe that I'd probably go to a Stuart Huff show because it's going to be a lot cheaper. <laughs> but five dollars, five dollars, five dollars the show. But no, dude, we're super stoked for that. We have a lot of other comics coming up. We're not going to mention them yet because we'll talk about it again next week. But um, it'll be on the Facebook page. It'll be on the Facebook page. But yeah, find us at uh at Sellerman's Comedy, uh, Sellerman Comedy, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can find this podcast and That's, our new our new Facebook page for this podcast. Yeah, I had to boost. change the Facebook page name because facebook wouldn't let us boost posts because of the word shit mm-hmm. so, so the, we went, the page is now that's bull right right <laughs> it's creative and it's clever yeah that's alex for you but no thanks a lot for listening guys um find us next week we'll be here same place same time make it happen peace